Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, you wonderful lot, and welcome back to Mouth Off Radio, your weekly podcast from nastygal.com. This week, we're talking about women and sexuality. And I know what you're thinking, how can we fit this all into a tight 25 to 30 minutes? And the answer is you can't. That's why at Nastygal, we want to keep the conversation going. So let us know your thoughts on today's topics, what you liked, what you didn't like, and who we should get in next to carry on the conversation. So for today's episode, we have one of the newest members of the NG brand. She's one half of a brand that is heaven sent for our vaginas. If you've not noticed, we're more than just a fashion destination. We're about lifestyle too. So we introduced a range of products aimed at sexual health and well-being. We have a range of vibrators, which are motoring out, excuse the pun, and we struggle to keep them on the shelves. And as well as those products, we have Hank's condoms, which is the male condom with females in mind. So without further ado, let's jump right into it with our guest Farah Kabir, who is here to mouth off about sexuality, outdated attitudes and why your vagina will thank you for switching to Hank's condoms. Welcome Farah! Hi, thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. good. Excited for this podcast. Me too. We met a couple of months ago when you came into the Nassigal office and I had a very random meeting put into my diary and it just said Hanks and I was like, oh, okay. So I did a quick Google and up popped your website and it was male condoms but with feminine ideologies in mind. Yeah. Um and I was like, oh, this is a very unusual meeting to start with. Yeah. Um, and then came downstairs and met you and we had a really good chat. We did. So tell everyone about Hank's condoms and where it got started. Yeah. So Hank's actually started a couple of years ago um, when we found that women who were coming off hormonal contraceptives had no other choice but condoms. Um and the ones on the market were just terrible. They were designed with men in mind, uh, promoting a man's conquest with names like Trojan and Extra Large mm-hmm. and, and garish packaging. And it's just embarrassing. Um, and at the time, we were like, why isn't there anything designed with women in mind? Um, and why shouldn't women take control of their sexual health without shame or embarrassment? Um, and yes, it was over a couple of wines on a random Monday night with my best friend. And we were putting the world to rights and we thought, right, we are going to create a condom that is is designed with women in mind, but actually anyone can use them. They're male condoms, um, but it's a pleasurable experience. So when we say that, we are free of any nasty chemicals that irritate a woman's pH. We're vegan. We're in really nice, clean packaging. So if it fell out of your handbag, you wouldn't be embarrassed or ashamed. <laughs> and 
yeah, we know that people have sex and we know that it's fun. We we want people to be able to take control of sexual health without any sort of taboos. So tell the listeners where the name Hanks came from. This is like one of my favourite stories. <laughs> Short for Hanky Panky. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah and I actually went to school together. Uh, so Sarah is, is my co-founder. And when we were younger, we always used to say Hanky Panky. Mm-hmm. And my dad actually used to say in an Indian accent when he dropped us off, no Hanky Panky. <laughs> So we, uh, so yeah, that's where it came from. I love that name. It's very adorable. It's Thanks. very cute. So, what has the response to your condoms been like so far? Because I, I see that you're like pulling up trees, like your website, and you're doing a lot of like talks and informing yeah. women about your product and just talking about sexual health. So yeah. How have you found the response? It's we've had a really positive experience. I think we've come in at the right time where there's movement around. You know. Uh, me too times up etc um and an equalism so actually it's there's been a really positive response both from men and women women obviously saying thank god it's about time mm-hmm. men saying well this is great i'm getting brownie points for my partner for, <laughs> for buying these condoms and um, so the response has been really good I, th- I think ultimately um beyond condoms as we've mentioned we, we want to empower people and and i think actually there's not a lot out there with with sexual health brands where they educate they inform they don't just you know, when you think about sexual health, you probably think about what you learned at school. Yeah. And it was scaremongering. It oh. was like, do not have sex or you'll die or get <laughs> pregnant or God, you know. Yeah. And actually, they're lacking that element with, with pleasure uh, and all these other elements to, to relationships and sexual health. So, so that's what we're trying to do with our with our talk. So we did Sex Ed for Adults last year, which was great. Mm. We're doing another one in July. Um, we've done one on female pleasure and the orgasm. Uh and also fertility, we did in Jan. So anything around women's health, we got you covered. Okay. And did you guys intentionally set out to do that and <clears throat> offer more than just product? Or is it something that you found has gone hand in hand? Honestly, initially, no. We you know, we thought of this idea around condoms and, and we thought we'd see where it goes. Uh, and the idea just to develop from there and the support that we had. And the more we explored this opportunity we realize there's so much more we can do and there's not a platform out there right now for mm-hmm. for women to talk openly about sexual health and pleasure so it's kind of developed I'd say over time would you say it was important for you to make a vegan condom or was that something that just happened because of all the materials in which you use so before we decided to tell our parents we'd quit our day jobs and spend our life savings in condoms, oh. we, we needed to make sure that it was the right thing to do. <laughs> so we, we surveyed over 2,000 women oh. um, and to find out exactly what they would want from a condom brand if we were to start one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the output was um, people want a sustainable brand. Um, so our condoms are only fair trade, uh, which means that the workers get paid a fair wage. Um we found that a lot of the condoms on the market are not vegan, so they use an animal byproduct, uh, which can often irritate uh, women down there. So, um, again, so th- off the back of this survey and the number of things we found, we then knew what kind of product we wanted to create it. Yeah. So going back to the vegan element, we knew when we were looking for manufacturers that vegan was important to us, um, veganism. So we actually use a plant-based alternative. So. Okay. 
that was the reason behind that one. Excellent. So where you said before you quit your jobs, what mm-hmm. were you and um, your business partner, Sarah, who couldn't join us today because she's just got married. Congratulations, Sarah. Congratulations. <laughs> um, so what were you guys doing before you were like, fuck it, I'm going to start a condom <laughs> brand? <laughs> so I was actually in investment banking. Oh. So I was working in the city. Very similar. <laughs> yeah, obviously, natural progression is latex and condoms. Um, yeah, so I was in investment banking. And I, uh, I'm a chartered accountant as well. So I'm just an Excel monkey that just likes numbers. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, no, winning combo. <laughs> and Sarah is a gynecology doctor. So it just played so well to our strengths. Um, Sarah had obviously seen lots of women coming into clinics, either thinking they were protected by the pill um, or thinking that they were allergic to latex when actually it was often the ingredients. So our condoms are gynecologically approved. Amazing. Um, one thing that you did say when we, we had a talk was that a lot of um, popular brand condoms have a lot of stuff that are not very friendly <clears throat> to women down there. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you said was anaesthetic, mm-hmm. which I did not know. Yeah, neither did we actually. And it was only when we started researching. So there are condom brands on the market that have a small amount of anaesthetic. And that often makes a man last longer because it has a numbing effect, which is often super irritating for women. If you think um, down there for women, it's very delicate, the the pH balance can be disrupted. Um, so we, we really thought through about this condom. It wasn't just something we were going to re, repackage and make it look sexy. It was actually designed uh, with women in mind. So we don't have any anaesthetics. Crack on, ladies. <laughs> um, with Hanks and what you're doing, you're challenging a lot of taboos and re-educating mm-hmm. adults about sexual health and sexual experiences. Are there any other taboos within sexual health or misguided perceptions about stuff that you want to address or or re-educate people on in particular? Yeah, I think a lot of what we're trying to do is is go beyond just um, sexual health as a, as a health issue. And actually, I think I touched upon this before, pleasure is so important and it's just not talked about enough. Um, and, and pleasure for both men and women. And, you know, you often see with the likes of porn, etc. It's all it's all with a man's view mm-hmm. and, a, and a man's pleasure. And even in, in modern pop culture, you know, you don't see anything about foreplay or pleasing the woman. And there's not enough of that. And, and that's something where we want to focus on as well and really get that out there and prove that it's it's okay to, to you know, enjoy sex and it shouldn't just be about a man. So that's certainly an angle. But um, aside from that, I think culture plays an important part. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I come from a, a Bangladeshi British background. Um, often in cultures like that, you just don't talk about sex, yeah. uh, pleasure or anything about that. Um, but it happens. So it why does. aren't people talking about it? Well, we're here because of it. So <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, th- there's a lot that can be done. So kind of pushing, not pushing culture, but making it more acceptable for different cultures to be able to talk openly about it. You know, mothers, sisters, we, we need to stick together as girls. Do you have any advice for um, one of our female listeners, perhaps, who wants to bring up a subject with a partner or a parent or another confidant on how to mm. speak to them about sexual like dealings? Is there anything, any yeah, I mean, suggestions? I, I guess it depends on the topic and who, and who it's with. Like, if, if it's your partner, you should really feel comfortable uh, talking to them about such situations. You're adults at the end of the day. 
Um, and and if you don't, maybe maybe finding that opportunity, really thinking through what you want to say, whether that's uh, you know tips in the bedroom or you know there's something you want to do. It's it's thinking about what you want to say and how you want to put it across, and not making it one sided. So you need to do this, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and and with parents, it is a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, no one really wants to talk about sex with parents, but they've been there too. Exactly. And at the end of the day, uh, they care about you. So I think there's a uh, there's a way you can do it. It just depends on what your parents are like. You yeah. know, you're not going to bring it up at the dinner table, but no. Well, equally, <laughs> I had a very interesting experience when I was growing up because my mum was very open about yeah. stuff, so I was very lucky. She was always willing to discuss any problem, and she kind of brought it to me before I even really realised what it was because she wanted to be prepared and she saw a daughter who had maybe, I think I just turned 10, but I was a bit more developed. So Mm. she was trying to prepare me for the world. So I was very lucky to have that experience. But as I grew up and went through high school, I learned that not everyone has that experience, doesn't have that relationship. And then I found that a lot of people that weren't as lucky had very different sexual experiences as they developed and I thought that was a bit of a shame because it should be something that you know it should be a part of your growing up and to have that conversation and to make sure that your children be it a boy or a girl is prepared and understands what is entailed of having sex and keeping themselves safe Mm -hmm. so you know I completely agree and, and you're very lucky to have that relationship with your mother um and that's why I think more needs to be done in schools beyond yeah. just scaremongering about sex. Um, you know, it needs to be about relationships. It needs to be more holistic. It needs to involve other bits because often some kids don't get the opportunity to ha- have an open conversation with their parents and yeah. they'll rely on that. But equally, there are some cultures and religions that will ban their kids from attending such sessions. So mm. it's, it's finding that real balance yeah. uh, and making it more acceptable in such communities. Um I don't really know the answer to that, but <laughs> it starts with people like ourselves having more open exactly. conversations yeah. um, with the younger generation as well and, yeah. and making it the norm. So. It's all about the conversation. Yeah. Let's keep the lines of communication open. Um, so a couple of years ago, I don't know if you remember, but they were talking about um, introducing sex education from primary school. And mm-hmm. I remember this was a huge debate and it was on the news and stuff. And how do you feel about starting those conversations younger do you think it needs to perhaps wait until puberty and Mm. maturing bodies yeah I I think it's a really tough one with with age but I think ultimately it should be staggered Mm -hmm. I'm not against it being introduced a little bit earlier because um sadly we're at that age where kids have access to the internet ipads etc and so it will you know, whatever information they're fed from Google, etc., they can interpret in other ways. And that happens from a young age. So sadly, I, I do think it it should be instilled a little earlier. I'm not saying give a full-blown sex ed class at five, but <laughs> slowly start to stagger yeah. some, some bits of information. So I, I am for it, but I can understand why people are against it as well, because kids, kids are, you know, they're still the your kids, babies, they're yeah. young, yeah. They, they don't need to know such things, but maybe they do. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. What do you think needs to change in the industry and society for men and women to experience sex and attitudes? And to kind of evolve it and bring it on, do you think we need to have more general conversations? Do we think, I know like there's been big strides in in the retail market for selling um, like vibrators mm-hmm. and different types of products in supermarkets, for example. Mm-hmm. We've taken on a range of your product as well yeah. as a few vibrators and stuff like that. And that was kind of um, in hopes of kind of broadening the conversation and letting people know it's not as taboo do you reckon mm-hmm. we need to carry on having these products in more available places or unusual places a hundred percent and actually nasigal's been such a fantastic platform for us um you know in terms of the the demographic the community and encouraging more openness around such situations um you know people should freely be able to pick up condoms or you know sec- uh, pleasure products uh, whilst picking up their their new dress for the weekend, mm-hmm. and that should be more the norm. I think. I think sadly, to this day, we still face some taboos in Britain around condoms. There are some major department stores who are amazing, but because it's condoms and there's a traditional view that it belongs in a pharmacy, they're yeah, not, keen not on entertaining it. it. Not entertaining it, but also do not want to offend uh, the current customers. And, yeah, and. and Attitudes are changing. People should be more open to it. And I think um, we need more nasty gals in the world to really fight this. We do need more voice. nasty gals in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. And I think we need to be more open with our conversations. And that starts with big commercial brands all the way down to local communities. Okay, brilliant. Well, I completely agree with you as always. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys, obviously, you make your condoms and you have the multiple packs. Mm-hmm. and you're doing a lot of like talks and seminars do you have anything else any products or any aspirations anything coming through the pipeline what what's coming for hanks in the yeah, future we are super excited we're launching an organic lubricant in oh. september um which is condom compatible um it's free of any nasty chemicals again and it's ph neutral so it, it's great for for ladies and men down there. So that launches in September, so we're really excited about I'm that. I'm excited. Yeah, and then it's world domination, isn't it? We're oh, well, that's <laughs> the next step. <laughs> uh, we're working on a couple of really exciting products that we can't reveal right now, but 
again, we want to um, deliver a safe haven and a place for women and men from 18 to 40. So all the way from having sex and getting down to it to actually settling down and, and planning for a family. So that'll hopefully give you a flavour of what we might be going into in the next oh, 18 months. Oh, how exciting. <laughs> well, guys, as I said, Hanks is available on nastagal.com. So any new products coming through, I'm sure we'll be picking that up as soon as possible. So keep checking that site. Now, Farah, are you ready for the mouth off punch bowl? The time has come. The time has come. So this is just a melee of random questions. The nerves are kicking in, but I'm ready. (laughs) You'll be fine, you'll be fine, right? Everyone, can you hear the question? So question one, a saying you live by is? Oh, always go with your gut. It's got your best interests at heart. Oh. Always, learn that from my mum. That's true. How about you? I would say, always say please and thank you. Because you just, a long way. yeah, you don't know who you're going to bump into again yeah. in your life. You need to leave good energy and karma everywhere you go. Yeah. Right, we're going back in. Ooh, three things you can't function without. I need a coffee in the morning, but that that's that's the usual thing. <laughs> a, a hit workout. Sadly, that what? a hit workout. I bloody hate the gym. But I love hit, hit workouts at One Rebel are the best. They just get me so happy. Really? I do that first thing. I'm a happy girl, even though I hate, I hate it during the time. So yeah, a hit workout at least, at least a couple of times a week keeps me happy. What else? Um, carbs. Oh, shout out to I carbs. I go gaga for carbs. Like, why, why cut them out? They're so oh. great. It's a bad word, though, a little bit these days. Why? Let's, let's bring out the beige. I know. I love a bit yeah. of beige. Well, oh, it's my favourite. Should we go for some carbs later? Definitely. I can definitely <laughs> eat some carbs right now. What's your oh. go-to carb? I'd say pizza at the moment, but like, yeah. that often changes between Classic. pizza and pasta. What's your best topping, favourite, favourite topping? Oh, do you know what? I, I like a create-your-own, and it? it's usually sweet corn, jalapenos, and Ooh. some red onion. Great mm. on the old breath, eh? Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> kiss me. <laughs> Right, let's go back in for another question. Right, if you could do anything in the world, which you aren't doing right now, what would it be? What would be really nice is to have every woman, girl, sister, daughter that I I come across in future who feels completely comfortable talking about such situations as sex. That's what I want. If If in 10 years' time people feel open and comfortable about it and and there's no real shame or taboo, then I feel like I've done something great. Oh, that's what you want to leave. That's your little legacy. I like that. Okay. What does the word feminism mean to you? Equalism. Oh, straight in there. Straight in there, like somewhere. My, <laughs> I, I've got two older brothers and they're great and they've had such a great influence on my life and I wouldn't be the woman that I am without them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was equalism in our family like my mum was was a massive feminist as well but really what it meant was that you're on the same level everything was equal so it's it's not about women having one over men or or burning your bra and shouting at men and hating them it's not about that because actually they've had an influence on my life Mm -hmm. but it's about having equal and so when I say it's equal pay equal accessibility equal rights everything so it's simple for me I like that straight to the point Oh, this is a good one. What's the best way to decompress after a stressful day? Oh, trash TV. <gasps> oh, that's a good one. What's yeah. your go-to? God. <laughs> um, you know what? 
Love Island. I've got no shame. Uh, did you watch it? I did. Well, I was flying back yesterday yeah. evening, but I need to catch up that and having Twitter at the same time, and I'm just <laughs> seeing what comes through. And actually, the Desperate Housewives series. Yeah, I'm partial to a bit of that. Classic. What else do you watch? Are you a Kardashian fan? Oh, I love a good Netflix documentary. Yeah, I can't help it. I'm a bit of a geek in that sense. What's the last one you watched? Chef's Table, but that's kind of less documentary, but it's it's a good one. It's a good one. Um. But yeah, I haven't watched TV in a week though, so I'm trying to rack my brains as to what it might be. Oh, there's a new one with Renee Zellweger, and it's about Silicon Valley. Oh, that I love be that entrepreneur life. Yeah. So I'll be getting in on that as well. Okay, you need to get in the boss bitch headspace. What do you do to get in the zone? Mm. To be honest, whenever Sarah and I have gotten in the zone, so whenever we have board meetings. <laughs> We'll always have, we'll always, we'll get an espresso and we'll go for this bloody hit workout in the morning. <laughs> and then honestly, we have such a giggle. Like we'll get, like, I think the thing that keeps us going as a team and as a brand is with us not, it gets stressful, but there's not a day that goes by without a belly laugh. And I don't, yeah. and it, and it can be, I don't know, anything as simple as me taking the mick out of Sarah looking like a... I don't know, a Made in Chelsea cast member of the day or something. <laughs> but I think laughter is really what gets us through. But I guess in terms of having that real uplift, my my older brother, Isan, is an entrepreneur and he's also a lawyer. And he, whenever I'm feeling pants or I can't do it, I give him a call and he's just like, you've got this. I remember you when you were four, you wore hair rollers in assembly. Like, <laughs> you've got this. Like, and he'll just, he'll just build me up. Um, so, yeah, he, he's my go-to as well. So you've got people. That, that's what you use to get into that headspace and a hit yeah. workout. A hit workout and people. And honestly, I thrive off people. Yeah. I can't be... I'm an extrovert and I thrive off people's energy. It's like you're saying about having positive energy. Yeah. So I need to be around that. I'm so lucky I've got such great people around me and family. It does help, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Right, we're going back in. How do you manage work and life balance? When do you know to put down the phone, turn off the emails? It's really tough. It is really tough. Um, And I'm very close to my family and friends, but I struggle. I'll be open and honest. I struggle to find the time to switch off I can't Mm. but also equally I'm really passionate about what I do you know I've I've been in stressful jobs before like when I was in banking that was super stressful and Hanks can be stressful but it's a different kind of stressful it's a it's a passion I don't I, I always enjoy what I do so like even if I'm having to work on weekends I'm never annoyed about it but it is difficult work life balance I think I need to get better at I don't so I'm looking for tips, actually. <laughs> but I, d- I do need to get better. And I think I need to just carve out more time and just dedicate yeah. that to friends and family. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not easy. No, it's not. I think Being it's, honest. it's something that everyone kind of sh- struggles yeah. with nowadays. It's to find that balance between work and stuff. Because work's on your mobile phone now as well, isn't yeah. it? Like you go home and it's there. Yeah. You're on your laptop and it's there. And you're in the office and it's there. So it's kind of hard to yeah. sometimes switch off. I know I can be really guilty of that. And it's, like, it's really hard. Like you say, and the last thing you see is your phone, usually. Yeah. And so that's really tough. But there are some things out there like mindfulness. I mean, personally, I'm not very good at it because mm. they make you think about one thing for a minute and it mind's usually work or something else. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, crap, I need to do this. Uh, but there are apps and things out there that can that can help. But yeah, I'm very guilty of it. Yeah. Be it hands up. Sorry. Okay. Well, fair enough. <laughs> I am too. Right. Sex toys, yay or nay? 
Yay, because it's all about pleasure. Pleasure. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. Yay, and there's some there's some great toys out there and things that are designed for, for both you and your partner. Yeah, so, so give it a whirl. I was thrown into the world of sex toys at the beginning of the year, and yeah. it has been a very eye-opening experience. I bet it has. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, and it has been really nice to talk to people within that industry because they are so clued up about everything yeah and they're so nice and they really believe in these products and what they can do for people yeah and i think sometimes uh toys and stuff have uh, a bit of a a sleazy kind of vibe and outlook to it but attitudes are changing people are maturing and i think it's a really really positive experience and a really positive place that we're in now yeah um and I think, yeah, why not crack on, girls if it and make, boys? Yeah, if it makes you feel good, why not? And actually, like, props to you guys for, for creating such a safe space and an open space for um, people to buy products like this. I think it's great. Yeah. So, good on me you. T- me too. <laughs> right, this is the last one. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> How do you practice self-love? I think I always... Um, I'm really lucky to work with Sarah. She's my best friend and my co-founder and we always big each other up. And it's so funny because it's so easy to feel insecure or have imposter syndrome or feel like you're not doing things good enough. But if you're beating yourself up, if your friend was feeling in the same situation, would you beat her up too? Mm. No. So so for me, recently, it's been more of a case, well, what would I say to my friend if she was going through X or she's not feeling great? And actually, it's just it's positive reinforcement and... And I think that's just kind of self-love. That that really is it. Having some self-compassion, love yourself and, and remind yourself that you're doing a great job. Yeah. yeah. I'd have to agree with that, yeah. Yeah. Everyone, you're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Remind yourself that you're doing a great job. Well, we're out of questions on the punch bowl. So you've survived it. How was it? Wasn't too bad, was it? It was actually all right. I was worried there were going to be some real firecrackers in yeah. there. Yeah, I think it's... It's early still. The firecrackers will probably come out later. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now I really am nervous. (laughs) Um, So thank you for coming in and uh, sharing your story about Hanks. Thank you. um, And your thoughts on female sexuality. Really excited for future projects that you've got coming out and working together more going forward. Yeah, thank you for having me, guys. So let everyone know your Instagram, your Twitter and your website where they can find you and Hanks products. Yeah, so you can head to hanks.co.uk to buy all our products and Nasty Gal. Um, we're on Instagram at Hanks Official, Twitter Hanks Official, Facebook the same. And we've recently launched Hanks Life, which is an amazing community platform that allows you to talk anything from your fetish on sucking toes to what you want to find out about tips of your boyfriend. So please head there. That's Hank's life. And that can also be accessed on hanks.co.uk. Yay. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Farrah, everyone. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks again to Farah for coming in and sharing your story and your thoughts on female sexuality. We're really excited for future projects and working together going forward. I really loved Farah's openness, especially about opening up lines of communication, no matter your background. Thank you listeners for tuning in today. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let's continue to mouth off and keep the conversation going. Get in touch with us via social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter by searching at Nastigal. 
please subscribe, rate and review. This has been Mouth Off Radio. I've been your host, Paige Martin. Be nice, enjoy a bit of hanky-panky and mouth off. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.